Hey, greetings, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Staredown. We just have a threesome today. Sean Carpenter in Columbus, Ohio. Anthony Malafronte in Tampa, Florida, and Todd Meininger in Cumming, Georgia. Bill Risser out at Inman Connect Conference in Las Vegas. So we're going without him because there's some good stuff to talk about. Mal, Todd, what's up, boys? Todd, how are you tonight? Excited hey, in Atlanta, good. huh? I'm doing great. Uh, yeah, it's fun to... Uh... Fun to live in Atlanta these days. Um, Hawks seem to be after a good start. And Falcons finally won one, uh, maybe two in a row now. Um, and the Braves, Braves are in the World Series. I'm sure we'll chat about it. But Sean, if we're in a scramble since we're a threesome, I may volunteer to hit the extra drive. Uh, okay. Okay. But I will not be take the second putt. You don't. Okay. Want, you or Mal need to take that second putt. The free. All right. I appreciate the insight there, and we'll we'll let you uh, we'll let you speak up extra. <laughs> On behalf of Bill. Mal, how, how about you, bud? How was your weekend? Uh, the weekend was awesome. Uh, played some golf, raised some money for the Steinbrenner High School baseball team, uh, got back into the swing of work, and very honestly, still coming down from last weekend being at uh, Pinehurst for yeah. three glorious days of golf. It's nice to have that still fresh in our minds, right? Uh, but it was a good week. We got one of our uh, – uh, Terrific young couple, buyer clients under contract on a house after missing out on uh, four. Uh, the fifth one was the charm and it's everything they wanted and more. So it's the reason why we get up every day and, and like being a realtor so much. That's awesome. When it works a, out that way. How about you, buddy? The road. I was uh, out in Virginia, got to see my brother, Jot, and his family. Uh, always cool to kind of just, you know, not be in a hotel room for at least just one little night you know, and, uh, and be around dogs and cats and family and help yourself to the food in the fridge. And that was cool. Uh, ran into a couple of our friends, Maura and Deanne from our Lost yeah. Lake. Uh, spoke at the Dulles Association of Realtors and Mal, you were in Pinehurst when they reached out to me to do a second presentation and both of them were well received. So I had a great, great time there. And then flew out to San Antonio, Texas, where I did one of my favorite presentations called uh, Getting in Tune with Your Audience, What Real Estate Rock Stars Can Learn from Real Rock Stars. It was at La Contera Resort, which is the home of the old Texas Open. Um, they play it now at the TPC, but it was beautiful, beautiful resort up on the kind of one of the highest peaks in San Antonio. And just a really been there a couple of times now. And I really like that city and the people there. Uh, it's a good, good vibe. And so I had a great week of that. And then back, you know, we talked in the green room about putting one of my new listings in contract, met with two buyers yesterday, met with a third buyer tonight. And so just uh, things are busy, you know, between the speaking, the selling and the coaching. It's a cool thing. We get, we all get to do what we like to do. So, but here's another thing we like to do guys. We like to talk sports, man. We are in a great time of year. Uh, Todd, especially you right there in the epicenter, at least the national league epicenter. Let's talk world series kicks off tomorrow night. We have the Houston Astros versus the Atlanta Braves in the fall classic. The Astros outlast the Dodgers in the American league championship series four game. I'm sorry. The, the Red Sox. Sorry. Uh, I lost the Red Sox. Red Sox took a two, two to one lead in Boston. And then the momentum quickly changed. Red Sox, two grand slams in, in one of the games uh, were just raking. And then they, I think they scored like six runs the rest of the, the rest of the series Astros uh, advanced to their, this is their third world series. Now they've won one, lost one. And then Todd, your Braves win the national league pennant beat the favored dodgers um took two at home then went on the road 
almost were up three, nothing mm. until Cody Bellinger just went ballistic. Uh, Mookie Wilson, uh, Betts. Not, Mookie Betts, <laughs> yep. thrown off old names, uh, Betts, you know, gets, get some timely hits, but the Braves, they come back in game six and win it. And so Todd, let's, let's, let's start with the, with Braves and we'll kind of just fill in on, on the, on the American league, but kind of take us through your Braves experience on what we saw national league championship. Yeah. Uh, couldn't be, couldn't be happier, still work to be done. Um, but this is a team that only won 88 games this year. Um, Dodgers 106. Um, Braves could not get over 500 for the longest time. I mean, I want to say it was, I want to say it was early July um, before they got in their run, right? Um, if Alex Anthropolis doesn't get GM of the year, um, there, 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 there needs to be a, uh, a recount of what the uh, qualifications are. Um, brought in their entire outfield. I mean, the Braves starting outfield in, in April was um, – Azunia, Kristen Pache, and Ronald Acuna Jr. Um, Pache is is doing well, but he's young. He's in he's in Triple A, and we know what happened to Azunia and Acuna. Um, Alex went out and got you know Soler, Duvall, um, Rosario, uh, uh, not Duvall, uh, Jock Peterson. Oh, and oh, this guy named Eddie Rosario, who was not really well known. For me, but apparently if you follow American League Baseball, he, he can rake. I think a couple of years ago, he had a 30-100 season, 30 home runs, 100 RBIs. Um, he tied the record in the NLCS for most hits, um, 14 hits in an NLCS, and it only went six games, right? So, um, and, and Sean, put me on a clock, but uh, Tyler Matzik just lights out. Uh, he's the setup man. Um, Chris, uh, Will, Will, Will Smith, um, he went 2-0 and in the first two games. Um, and then he got a couple saves in in, uh, in the last two games. Um, Ian Anderson, super gutty. one and 3-1. Everyone's comparing to last year when the Dodgers came back from a 3-1 deficit. And uh, this is just a different team the last year. Um, very, very, very fun to watch. Um, I could go on and on, but what uh, say you, Mal? I know you uh, you told me in, in the pre-show that you're, you're rooting for the Braves and think they have a good chance. I'm rooting for the Braves for sure. Uh, now, Boston and Houston are probably my two least favorite teams. Uh, and, you know, I, I have a friend in Atlanta, Todd Meiniger, who's like a big, uh, <laughs> who's a big, who's a big uh, Atlanta fan. So I'm certainly rooting for them, but they are the team that should win it with what, you know, just a little kismet, a little karma. Uh, they couldn't have the all-star game. Uh for reasons that we don't need to get into, but the political decision was made. And now there's nothing that it can stop at least them from having the world series there. They have a better pitching staff. In my opinion, they have a much better relief staff. The fact that they have had a couple of days of rest is going to have all their relief pitchers ready to go. Um, and I just think they have more flexibility and they're hitting the ball. Great. Uh, they're hitting the ball very, very well. And I mean, the Astros have a lot of right-handed hitters and they're good right-handed hitters, which could, you know, it's not going to be a four-game sweep, but if the uh, bookie knocked on my door today and said I had a bet on a team, I'm putting a few shekels on, on the Braves to win the series for sure. And Mal, in my gushing, I didn't even mention, um, it's well documented here on the show. 
I'll put the Braves infield up against any infield in baseball. They're fantastic. They yeah. field so well. Um, you know, they can they can knock the, the cover off the ball. Um, I think they allow the pitching staff to pitch. Yeah. Uh, put it in play, right? Um, Freeman, I mean, Albie, Swanson, and Riley, right? Yeah, and, and I fully expect an error in the World Series, but I mean, all these guys played 155-plus games, and we're talking single digits and errors. Yeah. That's the board. It's, it's Listen, here's, here's, you know, I'm, I'm by far the, the third most knowledgeable baseball fan on this conversation right now. But the thing I look at the Braves and they're such a young team still, mm. which means they've got they kind of that, they got that exuberance, but they also have that youthful naive, naivete mm. that yeah. they just show up and they play. And mm. uh, like Albies sometimes at the plate looks like he's the first time in a major league stadium. Um, Swanson, the way he handles, mid hoppers and you know that the, the the last out of the series was unbelievable like short hop slid down woke stood up spun around you know riley and freeman on the corners you know um arno behind the plate is mm. just i think been been great behind the plate um mm. they're just they're, they're just a fun team to watch and, and houston you know every time a player comes up you're like oh yeah he's bregman's good yeah and Boy, Correa's good, and they're you know, silently the silent assassins, right? They're just yeah, they just you know they yeah. just they just keep coming up, and it's just uh, the two fan bases are extremely loyal and proud, and both teams I think play with a chip on their shoulder. Astros because they kind of want to prove that we didn't do anything wrong, and and Atlanta to prove that you know we're a good young team and we're going to be here for a long time, and uh, you know it's going to be fun. I think the series starts tomorrow night in Houston. Uh, Todd, mm-hmm. who's our who's our our pitching lineup tomorrow night? Is Morton going to start? Charlie Morton uh, is going to start for the Braves. Um, I expect uh, Max Fried to go game two and Ian Anderson to go game three. Um, who's the lefty for the Astros? His last name starts with a V. Um, um uh, hold on. Uh, yeah, he's he's been pitching lights out this playoffs. Yeah. And uh, and Mal, help me out. Um, I think the Astros ace got hurt in the divisional series. He did. There was a kid. That's the kid from Jesuit high school here in Tampa. Yeah. yeah. So McCullers, right? Lance McCullers. Yeah. Yeah, Lance McCullers junior. The starting pitcher for the, uh, uh, for the Astros is hold on. I just, I just saw it and I scrolled away from it. And and while you're looking, um, Sean, you mentioned it's a young team. Um, Brian Snicker has a great phrase, and this team's done it all years. They have a great way of turning the page, right? Um, yeah. 2-0, they lost. They come up the next day. It's like nothing nothing ever happened, right? Um, Fran Beer Valdez, does that? Valdez, right. Yeah, yeah. He's 1-0, 15 inning pitched, um, 13 Ks, five base on balls, 4.20 ERA. He must have got dinged up early because his last couple starts have been have been lights out from what I remember. So, but yeah, Sean, uh, and, and I'll wrap it up again. I could go a whole hour, but uh, it's well known uh, since about 1982, uh, look, growing up in Florida, uh, d- thanks to TBS adopted this team. And gosh, it's been 1999 was their last world series appearance. Yeah. Now, that makes sense to me, but when you say it, it's unbelievable. 20 years, they won their only World Series in 95. I say only because for a good 11, 12-year run, they were a perennial playoff. Uh, I mean, you punched their ticket. They won the East. Um, here we go. So 
uh, just a likable team. Uh, I'll love them if they lose, but I really, 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 really hoping for a. Uh, Todd, when you tell Kate, your daughter, yeah, I remember watching the Braves in the 1900s in the World Series, <laughs> right? And that's yep. it's it's perspective, but it's a uh, yeah, it's a you know, there's been a lot of good runs. I mean, think about this: the Red Sox have won three in that time. And so I, yeah, yeah, um, and, and my son watches baseball, but he's busy. But uh, my daughter uh, texts me. 18 times a game where she she's lives or die with every pitch, which is kind of cool. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 It's fun. So well, good luck. We'll, we'll talk again, hopefully middle of next week and we'll, we'll be somewhere mid midway to the series. I guess we could have a champion by next week. Um, you know, I, I, I see this as being a high scoring series. I don't see this as being a bunch of one run uh, two, two, two to one, two to two, nothing games. It seems like both these teams can go on little heaters Um and the cool thing is, Todd, for you uh, specifically, you know, because you know the the Dodgers lineup or the uh, Braves lineup a little better, is you can get runs from everywhere in the batting order, mm-hmm. a- as can Houston. Mm-hmm. But I think Houston's front six really are loaded. Um, you know, obviously, I think the way they're doing it is National League ballpark, National League rules, American League ballpark, designated hitter. Yeah, yes. which means Jock, which means Jock Peter, which means Jock Peterson's on the lineup in in Houston. Um, I, can, is, I can't imagine he's not going to be the designated hitter, right? So, you, so you br- bring up a, a, a something I wanted to comment about: um, unanswered prayers, unintended consequences. Jorge Soler, the starting right fielder and leadoff hitter for the Braves, tested positive for COVID right before this series, right? Um, right before the National Championship. And, Peterson, oh, I'm sorry, right before the championship series. Yes, yeah, so he was, uh, they, they called up Christian Pache. Um, anyway, long story short, Rosario and Jock Peterson had kind of been platooning a little bit. Um, Duvall rotating in there. Soler was penned in at, at, at uh, leadoff spot. Rosario takes over the leadoff spot and gets 14 hits in, in, the, in the series. I mean, unbelievable, the opportunity. And again, this guy can rake anyway, but just wild. Um, so I'm interested to see, I, I imagine he's going to stick Soler as the DH tomorrow, probably lead him off at DH maybe, or keep Rosario leading off, but I, uh, I, I would keep Rosario and left. Rosario will be the leadoff hitter. Uh, yeah. Um, Freeman center Alves, and, and jock and right. I imagine. Yeah. yeah Soler, third, Soler fifth. Yeah. Soler as the DH batting fifth, jock Peterson, sixth, Duval seventh, Arno eighth and Swansby ninth. I mean, what a, that's Swansby. loaded. I love it. I love yeah, it. I love I hearing mean, that. Swans, Swansby at Vanderbilt was the leadoff hitter for four years. So to have him at the ninth spot basically creates a leadoff hitter in that second or third inning, depending on how the outs go. Right. So it's a great. What, Snick, what Snicker does that lineup, uh, I think game three or four, um, uh, Swansby let off and then he put Rosario batting fifth just to. Yeah. I think maybe because there was a lefty starting. I don't know the reason. right. The first well, no, you remember you remember when when Knobloch played for the Yankees. He was either yeah. bat, he was either second or ninth. You know, like either mm-hmm. you know, and they could he, he could go to either spot. You know, depending where Jeter was. You know, Jeter because Jeter was second for a long time. Then he went to third. Um, you know, just as a as a great contact hitter. Um, so should be fun. Should be a good World Series, and it's uh, both. Southern teams, Atlanta obviously plays outdoor stadium. Houston stadium can go indoor and outdoor. So uh, shouldn't be any weather concerns. Um, obviously, it could be rain in Atlanta. 
but mm. knock on wood, we have a good, good fun series and uh, go Braves. Um, let's go college football boys. Uh, kind of a weird weekend. Uh, some big names not playing, but there was some good games. Um, there was some interesting games. Alabama was down early, but came back and won and covered a 25 point spread. Oklahoma was down early, uh, came back and won. Caleb Williams, his first start as a Oklahoma Sooner, and he's already now in the Heisman conversation. Uh, made a big play, big heads up play on a fourth down play. Um, Oregon survives in UCLA. Notre Dame wins. Uh, the big, big, big showdowns coming this coming week. Um, where do you want to start on college football, Todd? You, you happen to catch anything this this past weekend? Yeah, it was an interesting weekend. Um, Cincinnati struggled, um, right? Uh, I guess being number two and getting all the the national press and attention, probably, um, you know, maybe they're reading too many clippings. But hey, they won, so good, good for them. I'm still not a believer and. I, I'm afraid they're going to make the playoffs and just lay an egg. Uh, well, you know, get beat by 40. By 40, right? But who knows? If they, if they get the chance, they get the chance, right? So, um, no, just a, a fun weekend. Um, I mean, this weekend coming up, obviously. Uh, did you see the – by the way, did you see the Wake Forest Army score? 70 yes. to 56. The over-under was 54. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm sorry, I, I, I lied. I was mistaken. 53. So they, they both single-handedly killed it. Um, Texas Tech lost to Kansas State, and the coach got fired, even though they're five and three, right? Yep. That's pretty wild. Um, pretty wild stuff. Um, man, I'm looking forward to this weekend, Jacksonville. Right? It's 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 in my blood. It's in our blood, Sean. It's uh, uh it's it's a fun time of year. Um, yeah, there just wasn't a lot of top 25 matchups this this past week, but this week coming up, obviously the Big Ten showdowns are are huge, right? You got Iowa, Wisconsin, which on the West, Iowa can't lose again. And the, no one on the East wants Iowa to lose again. Somebody wants to face a top-ranked Iowa team or you know, a, a, a top 10 possibly ranked Iowa team with only one loss to Purdue. But over on the on the East, you got well, State, Penn State, you got Michigan, yeah. Michigan State. That game's in East Lansing. Hmm. Both teams undefeated. First time that they've both been in the top 10 since I think 1970s. Um, you've got Penn State, Ohio, Ohio State, State night game yeah. in the shoe. Although Penn State comes off a nine overtime loss in what was one of the ugliest overtimes I was ever. It was, I mean, and listen, I, you know, after two overtime possessions, now they go to two point conversions. But the way they did it, the way they dragged it out, you know, they went to a coin flip each time The you know, one team got to pick defense and the team got to pick the end of the field. So they always would, they were switching ends of the field every time there was, I think eight possession or eight tries in a row where nobody scored. It was just a dreadful watch, but Illinois wins at happy Valley, which kind of takes a little bit of a luster off the Ohio state game. I think Ohio state is probably, I don't know, Todd, I haven't looked, but I'm going to guess Ohio state is probably a 15 point, 15 and a half point favorite at, they're probably at least a two point two touchdown favorite against Penn State. Uh, 18 and a half. 18 and a half, yeah. So missed it by field goal. You're um, good. You're in the three, the cusp of three. Yeah. Um, and then what's the what's the Michigan State Michigan line? Michigan by maybe one. Uh what that game? That's a noon kick, I think. Uh in Nooner? East Lansing. All right, hold on. Let me let me find that sucker. Uh that is four and a half. 
Michigan, four and a half. Yep. Wow. So home dog. So basically they're saying it's a seven point game, right? Yes. Home yes. team kind of gets three. Yep. Hey man, okay. we've talked about this before, Sean. It's it's wonderful to live in the world that we live today. I was driving. Um, we went uh, to North Georgia this weekend, um, just a quick little getaway. And I was driving and listened to the entire overtime on ESPNU. <laughs> and it was they, they did a brilliant job. It's called um, the Blitz. I don't know if you guys ever listened to it. It's called the Blitz, and they go around the country whatever's hot, but they went to each team's radio broadcast when it was favorable. So when Penn State had a chance to win it, they'd go to the Penn State feed. When, you know, Illinois had a chance to win it, they go to Illinois feed. And it was a hard 40 minutes of radio to listen to. I can't imagine watching it, but it was, it was awesomely horrendous, uh, if, if that makes any sense, right? It was great, but it was painful. It was yeah. so painful. This week also Texas plays Baylor. Uh, Miami goes to Pitt. Pitt right now leading the ACC. Miami with a big win this last weekend. Miami with a big win squeaking out over NC State, yeah. Which no Um, one gave them a chance, right? Yep. So they go to at Pitt, who beat Clemson. Um, Pitt quarterback's fun to watch. Pickett? Pickett, 21 touchdowns. He's going to get some Heisman uh, Heisman love. I think he should. I think nobody's really standing out. I mean, you know, when you're you're talking about a guy who had one college start already being in the conversation, yeah. Matt Corral, you got Bryce Young, obviously, you know, with, with Alabama. Um, nobody on Georgia really stands out as a great player. You got you got CJ Stroud with the Buckeyes. Um, now there was an old baseball player. His nickname was Dirt. I'm trying to remember um, who it was, but did Pickett was Dirt. I mean, literally head to toe. He, he and and the announcer made a good comment. Usually you want your quarterback clean, but the way he plays, he's scrambling, he's diving for first downs. He's uh he's fun. He's a fun kid to watch. Keep an eye on on um he's 21, inter- 21 touchdowns and only one interception. Yeah, pick it. Yeah, he's yeah. fun kid to watch. Um, Todd, our, our Gators go up against number one Georgia, and I think it's number yep. one by a wide distance now over Cincinnati and Alabama even moved up over Oklahoma with one loss. Um what do you what do you you know, you live in Georgia. What are you are you hearing? I mean, that's gotta be what a, a 14 point game yep right in the nose 14 so i agree 100 with you georgia is clear number one um they shouldn't even have a number two they should have a number three right they should just leave two blank right i i tell my 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 georgia friends and you know i live here um you're in an awesome position but it's also you're in a pressure position because it's theirs to lose um no doubt they they should win the national championship they should be odds on favorite um i fully expect georgia to take care of business um, maybe even cover, but who, they won't care about that. But Sean, we are both old enough to realize that this is the, the type of game where it seems like the unranked underdog will break the heart of the top five team. I mean, it's happened so many times. Um, so um, I fully expect Georgia to win, but Saturday comes seven o'clock. If Florida beats them by 10, I'll just say, hey, this is the way this game is and works. Yeah. Yeah, and I fully expect Georgia to survive a, a loss because I think they'd run the table and, and beat whoever they face in the SEC and still end up in the playoffs. So, yeah, uh, this team is special. This team, I special. agree. I I think um you know this is uh listen. I think Mullen at this point in time now has nothing to lose. Um, he's I think the writing's on the wall. Grantham's gone at the end of the season. His his contract ends at the end of the season. Our defensive coordinator, uh, he's friends with with Mullen. They don't want to fire him 
and have to pay a buyout. Um, they just won't renew it, I imagine. They just won't yeah. renew it. Um, I think he probably starts Anthony Richardson at this point in time. He's given he's given Emory a lot of leash, although he a lot of a lot of history behind Dan Mullen's loyalty to his upperclassmen and his his guys. You know, all, even back to Dak Prescott days where he platooned Prescott when he probably should have started him. So we'll see. But I think um, Georgia's defense is impressive their running game is impressive florida just got gashed for 287 yards at lsu mm-hmm. on the same play over and over again um you know i guess their only chance is to try and make it a track meet maybe but georgia's defense i don't know if they'll let that happen so we'll yeah, see I, I don't want to turn this into a uh, florida football podcast but I, I need to defend every jones um he's made some bad picks but I mean, we score 42 against LSU, and that's not good enough, right? Um, yeah, no, that, that game. Richardson had a lot to do with that. That game's on the game. It's easy, easy to blame the QB, but that said, I think uh, Richardson's certainly the future. More athletic, more dynamic. I wouldn't mind if they, they gave him a shot to start. Not at all. So, yep. And Emory Jones is Richardson's biggest fan, it appears. He, he's, he's doing all the right things, saying all the right things. So Yeah, I agree. Folds on Saturday, right? Yep, 100% agree. Um, seven o'clock game, Ole Miss and Auburn. Um, I'll be at a seven o'clock game. It'll be six o'clock my time, Kentucky and Mississippi state. I'll be in Wade Davis for the parent weekend there. And cool thing, guys, uh, the national championship baseball team will be getting their rings that, that night. So it'll be a kind of special night. The first team. Let me, let me ask you this. Guess the spread of that game. If you haven't seen it already, I've not seen it. Um, Kentucky comes in right number 12. Mississippi State comes off a win against Vandy. Home in Starkville. Uh, Kentucky, two. It's it's a one-point spread, which I, I can't believe. I would think Kentucky would be favored by at least five, six. Five, Kentucky's six a one-point yeah. favorite? One-point favorite, yep. Wow. I think because Kentucky's offense is not in, explosive. Mm. Um, interesting. I, I, it's a weird spread. It's a weird line. That is a weird line. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then obviously the, the nightcap, there's two, there's two good night games, uh, Penn state, Ohio state, which I don't think will be a good game. I think Ohio state will literally beat them by 28. Um, and, uh, UNC at Notre Dame. It'd be interesting to see what happens there. And then here's a, here's an interesting one, guys. UVA goes on the road in the middle of the ACC season plays BYU. BYU. Coach yep. Bronco Mendenhall, who used to coach at BYU now mm. the coach at UVA uh, but they played BYU in Charlottesville, I believe, two years ago. Um, so that'd be an interesting one to watch. Um, and then uh, Pac-12 after dark, Washington-Stanford uh, is the last game of the day. So uh, let's talk pros, Mal. Your boys uh, from Tampa put up some points this weekend. They look good, but are they that good or is Chicago that bad? <laughs> Yeah, well, your defense finally started playing some some secondary played good. They played great. They really did. Defensive line, oh. pressured fields. Fields had what three interceptions? Yeah, three interceptions, two fumble recoveries by the defense. Uh, interesting uh, that um, the the defensive uh, one of the de- defensive backfield coach for the Bucks tested positive. And uh, um, Richard, 
Oh God, I'm drawing a blank on his name now. The guy they just picked up two weeks ago as a Sherman. Richard Sherman, thank you. Actually acted as a coach, defensive backfield coach this week. Wait, the Buccaneers picked up Richard Sherman? Yeah, he played. He's wow. he's on the team, but he acted as a coach this week in place of the defensive backfield coach who uh who tested positive for COVID. Wow. Um, but they, they did look really good. I mean, Tom Brady is he threw for his six hundred hundredth touchdown. Yep. Right. And everybody saw what he did with the little kid with the brain cancer and all that, which was very cool, right? I don't know if you saw that, but that was that I was did. pretty cool. Yep. He is the best quarterback, leaps and bounds over everyone else. And 600 quarter, 600 touchdowns is almost like an afterthought. It's like, it wasn't that big a deal. I mean, what record doesn't he hold? What hasn't he been the best at from winning championships to yards to completions to the whole bit? It's just, I mean, he's amazing at 44 doing what he's doing. Yeah. You saw what happened to that ball, his 600. Yeah. Yeah. Funny. Sean, did you see that? Yeah. The receiver, I guess, you know, either wasn't aware, had a brain fart, gave the ball to a fan. He just gave it away. <laughs> he just gave it away. Oh, no kidding. So yep. I'm sure one of the, uh, you know, trainers or someone went over and negotiated uh, with the fan and got the ball back. And they went and got it back, and the guy got a signed football and a signed jersey. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. Our, um, our old regional manager, uh, Joe Reese, uh, in Minnesota, he caught Kirby Puckett's home run ball in the world series, uh, wow. that sent it to game seven. Is that and, 91 uh, when he 91 and, and the Braves heart and yeah. gave it back to him and was friends with Kirby Puckett from that day until Kirby died, played in his golf outings when, Kobe, when Kirby got wow. his, you know, his eye issues. Um, called him Jojo. Jojo, I'll never forget. You give me that ball back. Um, uh, other games. Uh, Thursday night, Baker Mayfield does not play. Case Keenum leads the Browns to a win. A one that came down to the last play of the game. Uh, Browns need to run out the clock. They win. Um, but they're still two games back of the Cincinnati Bengals, boys. Cincinnati Bengals. Shocker. Shocker. Uh, leading the American Football Conference now uh, at five and two. They go into Baltimore and not just win. They win 41-17. Joe Burrow throws for 416. Um, Lamar Chase goes for 201. Uh, so I think sets a rookie record as far as um, receiving yards. They're looking good. Um, Todd, your Green Bay Packers win. Kansas City. Let's talk about them for a second, boys. Kansas City got fucking steamrolled by Tennessee. Mm, they look terrible. They looked, I mean, they looked horrible. Mahomes goes out a little bit injured. Uh, he looked confused. He was throwing bad passes. He was clearly trying too hard, but they looked bad. I, you can't blame one guy, and I'm certainly not, but do you think all the spotlight and commercials and attention has, has maybe gotten to Mahomes a little? It crossed my mind, and again, I'm not blaming him. It's a team, but they just seem a shell of themselves. from the yeah. Years. who knows and listen they are that you know they come in certainly in the afc as the alabama they're going to get team's best yeah. game right well and, yeah and when you pay guys um it happened to the falcons you know matt ryan and julio jones got all the money and <laughs> there's 
you know, you, you lose uh, superstars in other positions, right? So I, who knows? Yeah. Now you probably had your eye on it more than everybody else, but did the Giants look that good or was Carolina just that bad? The Giants actually did look pretty good. I mean, from what I saw on the red zone, because I can't get the game here. They <laughs> well documented. Well documented. They they, <laughs> they they actually looked they they played a really solid defensive game. Yeah, they were uh, all over um uh Darnold. Yes. Uh and he and he's proven himself to be to be decent. Um now the Giants answered the bell uh this week. Uh and the other New York team, the Jets, absolutely did not, right? Uh, yeah. the Patriots are a middle of the road team and they went up to uh, uh, Foxborough and got hammered I think 54 to 13 or 14 Correct. some crazy yeah. number uh, um, the, the, the last night's football game I watched a little bit of it with all the rain that was a monsoon that they played in uh, the Colts and 49ers yeah. and uh Colts, Colts are sneaky good, man. They're yeah, sneaky good. They are. They are. Uh, but uh, interesting little tidbit that the guy at the golf store told me today. There's some um, there's some app or some some scorage. It's called something. That la- yesterday the Cardinals and the Texans, thirty-one to five, was the first time in NFL history that a game ended with that score. Wow. Wow. And I think there was one last week too. There was like a 33 to 18 or something like that was the first time ever. So yeah. Is that Elias? Uh, I think that's the the geeks that keep track of stuff like that. And Sean, you know, I'm a well-known uniform geek. Um, Go back and check out the Lions-Rams game. Oh man, I would watch that just on mute. Those are- some sweet unis. They're on I tell you, the Detroit Lions are the best unwinnable team. They're they're fun to watch. They they're in they every play game they play in. That now yeah. you you texted in our in our chat thread um, that you wish you could have switched over to that game because it was actually a pretty good game until the end. Um, which, so, by the way, side note, is Cooper Cup becoming the most reliable receiver in the NFL? I mean, certainly is this year. Oh, he's unbelievable! 168 yeah. yards. This, you know, he had. Uh, what do you have? He had 156, which wasn't as much as obviously Jamar Chase. Kyle Pitts had 163. But that guy is as as go-to as, you know, uh, the, the guys that Brady used to throw to in New England. I mean, just, you know, um, just unbelievable. I mean, I think he had two touchdowns yesterday too, didn't he? Yeah. yeah I played my son in our fantasy league and he clobbered me, and Cooper Cup is one of the reasons why. Yeah. Well, started the bye weeks this week. Buffalo, Dallas, Minnesota, Pittsburgh, Chargers, and Jacksonville all had the week off. Um, so let's just quickly peek ahead at next week's games, um, see see which games jump out at you. Hey, Sean, uh, Thursday. Cardinals uh, is, a, is a good game. The yeah, Devontae, at the Devontae Adams is on the COVID list. He, he – uh... He's, he's maybe out on Thursday. Yeah, Packers-Cardinals. That's a good one. Undefeated, and Green Bay just with one loss. That was the first game of the season, right? Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah. In, in Jacksonville. Yeah, in Jacksonville with, against the Saints. Yep. Um, you got uh, Atlanta. You know, they've won two in a row. Kyle Pitts kind of 
becoming the go-to receiver. He had a great game. He had a great game. Yeah, 63. Um, Buffalo's got to come out and win uh, against Miami. Um, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, big one. Big one. That's going to really position – loser that game, you know, all of a sudden is in a really tough spot because Cleveland then goes to Cincinnati the next week. Um, So they got to kind of come out and win that one. Tennessee and Indy, big game, obviously, for – um, for that a- AFC South, um, New England at Chargers. Uh, now your 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 Tampa Bay goes to New Orleans. Obviously, huge comp- uh, division game, right? Yeah. And uh, um, the, my Giants play on uh, Monday night against the Chiefs in Kansas City. Yeah, that that might be a show us your real to yep. either team, right? Yes, exactly. Either team. Mel, guess guess that spread, Mel. We'll play. Guess that spread. Chiefs four. Chiefs minus 10. Wow. Really? Yeah. I might so bet I think, the Giants on that one there, bro. Yeah, Let's say they're expecting the uh, Chiefs to break out, I guess, right? Yeah. Wow. 10. I wouldn't have guessed mm-hmm. that. Obviously, I didn't guess that. But, oh. <laughs> it's a pretty good, uh, pretty good fun <laughs> in that game, too. Dallas at Minnesota. Both those teams coming off buys. Yeah. Uh, Minnesota playing good. Dallas playing great right now. I think Dallas is legit. Yeah. Yeah. I think Dallas has playmakers all over the field. Um, and they have a great defense. Yeah. They really played great defense. Only Did you guys games. happen to hear uh, Aaron Rodgers' uh, interview after the game? I saw part of it, not all of it. You know, I, I'm getting to like him more and more. He's going to be a multimillionaire. I mean, he already is. But he's going to be a very successful guy when he finally leaves football, whatever he decides to do, because he handles the media so well. He gave credit to the, the training staff because he came to the field Sunday with a very stiff back. And they worked him out and they massaged them and did what they had to do to get him ready to play. And I did not know this, but the day before a game, even if you're home, you have to stay in a hotel. Maybe it's COVID. Oh, right. Okay. And and he, uh, they asked him, you know, about about that specific thing. He goes, you know, what well, just doesn't make sense. Now I've been playing in this league long enough, and nothing against the hotel because it's a very nice hotel. But the bed that I've been sleeping in for the time I've been in Green Bay in my house is certainly a better bed to sleep in than the one in the hotel. Yeah. And he attributed his stiff back to that bed and was very, very complimentary in a very sly way and sort of gave the, a little jab to the NFL. Uh, complimentary to his team and to the training staff and a little jab to the, to yeah. the NFL for this silly rule, which I thought was pretty good. I, I don't know why, but when I think of a, a kid from California, I, I think of Aaron Rodgers, right? He's, he's got that California cool, that kind of, Nothing really seems to affect him, but he'll let you know, right? With those subtle yep. comments. So yeah. He's got a great grasp of of language and and you know says the right thing. I really enjoy listening to him. And as this season is unfolded from his first press conference, uh, are you gonna play? Aren't you gonna play? You know, are you happy to be here to, to today? He's been more and more enjoyable to listen to every week. He seems to filter out the noise. I mean, very well. Yes. That's a great way to look at that. Yes. And even, and they were 0 and 1. They lost um, to Pittsburgh, right? Uh, The game. And 
yesterday he had a settled day. He's like, yeah, we lost first game. We're five and zero. You know, since then, you know, he he's very aware and very calculated, I guess, in what he says, right? But now, I I think I heard right before we came on the air that um, uh, Devonta Adams is out next week. Yep, COVID. Uh, he's on the COVID list. They'll know by Wednesday for sure. I think he, you know, if he can throw a couple negative tests before between now and then, he'll be good. Um, and Sean, you'll know this. Shout out, Mal. I doubt you ever watch SEC Network for football, but uh, his brother Jordan Rogers, a great uh, yeah analyst, right? He works with uh, usually with uh, Col- with uh, Cole Kublik and uh, yeah, and then Greg. Uh, what's the other guy that does play by play? Yeah, usually a noon game, right? Or does he? Have the- yeah, they're, well, they they float around, but they yeah. they do a great job. Yeah, they they're they're fun to uh, listen to. So he played. He he was starting quarterback at Vandy. Yep, he played at Vandy. Yep. So, Todd, any any soccer news? Oh, um, yeah. We just came off an international break. Uh, I think we talked last week. USA had a. Uh, a much needed victory, but um, this last week, even though they don't share the same city, but probably the premier uh, English derby in, in Premier League football, uh, Liverpool won on the road to Manchester United, and uh, they won wow. nothing. Yeah. Mo Salah had a hat trick. Um, so yeah, Manchester United is they're in shambles right now. Uh, their uh, their manager, gosh, uh, old old Gunner Salar, I believe is his name. Tough tough name, you know me and names. I'm not very good, but um, he's under a lot of fire. Um, listening to the commentary, they they talk about an organized side, um, and they kept saying that Manchester United was an unorganized side. Um, so anyway, um, Chelsea is, uh, I believe, at the top of the table, but uh, long way to go. Long way to go, and. League Cup uh, games are happening this week. So it's the uh, FA Cup, League Cup, all those little tournaments um, that, that what makes soccer so interesting. So, um, yeah, it's uh, it's going. Yep. And uh, Mal, last week, uh, Rory, I don't know if we talked about it last week, but Rory uh, wins the tournament. Good to see him get his 20th PGA Tour victory. Wow. Yep. One of what six guys to get it before uh, 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 before thirty five or whatever his yeah. that was. Uh, What's so weird about golf and you guys golf much more than I do? But what one hundred and fifty guys start, and we expect guys like Rory to win like every week. And when he goes right. for three four months as a win, what's wrong with Rory? What's wrong with Rory? I mean, he's still you know amazing, right? Just just solid. Yeah. Yeah, don't we sure. have one of the fun, funny uh, charity events coming up with Brooks and, and uh... Brooks and Bryson? Yeah, coming up, I think, over Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah, the day after Thanksgiving uh, in Vegas, 12 holes. Yeah. We play a 12 12, hole that's match. weird, right? But yeah, I don't know what that's all about. Like the 12, you know, the 12 round of a, of a major fight. You know, I think that's uh, where it's um, unless they're going to set it up where the last six holes are, you know, you know, it's probably because they're going to tee off and it'll be dark by then. They're playing at the, at the uh, hotel or the course behind the wind casino, uh, which mm. is not called shadow Creek. It's called, uh, I forget what it's called, but it's like the Steve Wynn. It's, it's amazing course and they'll, they'll, um, do, they'll gimmick it up. I'm sure it's the first one Phil hasn't played in of the matches. 
So. I, I wonder if he'll be on the course. Doing he'll have, no, I'm sure he'll have some sort of yeah. part in the thing. Um, he's money. He's fun to watch. Yeah, he is. He is. Um, which, by the way, uh, Manning brothers are back tomorrow night. Or I think they're on right now. So we got to tonight. Tune in, yep. Yeah, tune in and listen to them. So it's always fun. So let's go around the horn. Todd, what do you got coming up this week? This week, we were supposed to have our annual <laughs> DHI golf outing on Thursday, but it's been postponed to November 18th because of bad news for a Braves fan and clement weather, 90% chance of rain. Oh. Hopefully, uh, Braves are scheduled. Actually, I take that back. Thursday's an off day. So hopefully, the rain comes in and out and the Braves can go on Friday. Um, and let's hope they clinch at home on Saturday, but that's that's being very greedy and ambitious uh, on, on my part. So um, I sent you all a message uh, via Twitter um, and go, go go Google Stone Duvall, Adam Duvall's son. I saw it, it was great. It, wasn't that awesome? Yeah. He's, so Mal, uh, I don't know if you saw it, but the, the Braves mascot is Blooper. <coughs> Kid, he's gotta be under two, right, Sean? Would you put him at like a year and a half, maybe? Uh, yeah, maybe 14 months probably, yeah. Yeah, he's in love with Blooper, um, and it's like it's just fun to see. Uh, you know, Dad just <laughs> advanced to the World Series, and all this kid cares about is hanging out with Blooper and holding his hand, and he's just in love. So it's it's really cool. Um, yeah, a lot of, a lot of great stories. Looking forward to uh, tomorrow night first pitch, Sean. Um, not not uh, I'm trying to manage my expectations. Um, I know you'll be tuned into all of it and living and dying by every pitch. Well, and, and here's the thing. I always say that there's only one winner. So I'm trying to uh, prepare myself. You, we can't de define success um, with a World Series win, but boy, I'd love uh, love for the Braves to, to find a way to take four um, and bring home the first championship since 1995. Um, little known fact, Sean, the last time the Braves won the World Series in 1995 uh, was the Florida beat Georgia and the Braves clinched that night, but my brother had the audacity to get married, so I missed both uh, <laughs> the Florida Georgia game and the and the Braves clinching. Um, but I listened to Skip Carey's famous uh, call radio call. You can Google it. Um, Atlanta's finally brought you a championship, so it was fun. But hey, let's go Braves for sure. Now, how about you, bud? What, what do you got coming this week besides getting up and showing up and doing the work? We're going to, uh, we have an inspection, a uh, couple of new listings coming on uh, this week. We have an uh, inspection for uh, for Jessica and Michael, who we talked about earlier. We're very excited for that. Um, going to uh, uh, finishing up the, the tail end of our, uh, our reorg of our uh, website. Uh, it's been taking a lot of work, but that's coming out real nice. And uh, we're... Uh, just gonna do what we do every week. Get ready to watch a little baseball again. I jump. I put it in our in our uh, uh, text thread, but I actually jonesed a little bit not having a baseball game to watch. Right. It was kind of weird. I wanted to watch a baseball game. The football game was fun to watch, but you know, I I, mean, I, I, I gotta say the TBS guys do a great job. Brian Anderson is a great play-by-play -play guy. Yes, I agree. He, he and I don't know if he's with Ron Darling. I think, but. Whoever he, he does a great Jeff Rancourt, Jeff Rancourt and Ron Darling. Yep. Yeah, they they're just a great. But Brian Anderson, you know, is yeah. so good. You know, yep. yeah, uh, I'm 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 biased to Frank Core. He he calls a lot of the Braves games. Um, 
Yeah, those those guys are good. Uh, Darling got some heat. Um, Sean, it's like the SEC three thirty game on CBS, right? If you're if your team's in it, yeah. you hate Danielson. It. Yeah. So there's been a lot of chatter about this that, and the other, but I, I think he wanted the Dodgers to win. Yeah. And and again, I think uh, I've seen him in other series, so I I uh, I think it's just oversensitive fans, but I agree with you. I like that crew. I like that crew a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have what about a, you, Carp. What do you got going on? I got a triple play tomorrow, Mal. I got a listing appointment, a closing, and a buyer showing tomorrow. So, nice. yeah, I get to do a little of everything. A big dentist appointment in the morning. Um, got to get a crown on a tooth. Um, so, that's always fun. And then Wednesday, I got a couple coaching sessions in Cincinnati before we head down to Music City on our way down to Stark Vegas. So, uh, good weekend ahead. Uh, so, a lot, of, a lot of tying up loose ends tomorrow. Uh, getting everything ready for kind of the next four or five days and uh, just trying to build relationships and solve problems and have fun. So on behalf of Todd and his Tomahawk chop and on behalf of Mal getting up, showing up and doing the work, I'm Sean Carpenter in Columbus, Ohio. Thanks for listening to the stare down.